Hey friends, welcome to But What If You Did, the podcast for millennials that find themselves in the middle of the growth phase. You know, the part in the big life transition that doesn't feel good. This is the part where it feels so hard to show up every damn day. You may be in the thick of things right now, but someday you'll look back and be hella proud of yourself that you kept going. The growth phase is messy, but I believe in sharing my mistakes and missteps in hopes that it'll help others grow too. I'm positive our paths have crossed for a reason, and I'm so excited to have you along for the ride because now we get to grow through the hard stuff together. Hey friends, I'm your host Allison and welcome to But What If You Did? I am so grateful that you decided to tune in and I can't wait to share this journey with you. 2020 has been a wild ride and it's given us what I would consider to be this really kind of cool and unique chance to kind of reset and refresh. I don't think many people get this opportunity in their 20s to mid 20s to early 30s to kind of really stop when they were probably racing towards burnout to some extent and reset and really think about whether they were going down the right path in life. I've started to adapt this new life mantra of, but what if I did? We grow up with this societal expectation that we have to, you know, chase this big goal or chase this big dream, or at least we should want to. Like, that's what we should want for our lives is to be pursuing this one all-encompassing dream or career goal or life-fulfilling mission that we think coming out of high school, we are so prepared to design in our minds what that life path should look like. And we get really caught up in how we're going to make that one thing happen. That I think people forget to tell you that life isn't all perfect. And there are going to be life curveballs and changes and crazy events that are just going to throw that off course. And sometimes your goal is going to change because of one of those, or sometimes you're just going to realize that you have found a new part of yourself and a new passion that really lights you on fire and has kind of helped you see a new side to yourself that has this new goal that you really want to pursue. And when that happens, I think I've seen a lot of people kind of sink back into this like almost embarrassed state of like, they can't tell people that they want to go after this other dream because it seems less cookie cutter or it seems less, you know, standard for society. And therefore they fear what other people's expectations of them are going to be, myself included. Like there are definitely entrepreneurial dreams on my heart right now that I have definitely had those feelings of doubt and concern where I worry about what people will think if I tell them that I'm going to give up on this, you know, traditional corporate path to take a chance on pouring money that is hard to come by right now into this entrepreneurial dream. But that might be the right thing for me. And taking a chance on it now might have real returns in a couple of years, or it might not, but I won't know that until I try. So when we get up in chasing this perfect dream or goal, and and then we're afraid to realign our path because we worry about what other people are going to think of us, we 
forget to enjoy the journey and we forget to enjoy the stage that we're in now. And the reality is without the stage we're in now, we're not going to be the person that we're meant to be in the next stage, or we're not going to be able to help the person that needs our help getting to the next stage because we have to lean into the uncomfortable and learn through the perfect, the imperfect and the messy and the, the not so great parts of growth in order to be able to help someone else through that later. When we have a big goal, I think for me, I know that I have to really break that big goal down into smaller, what I would consider to be more achievable steps. And not because, you know, I can't just go straight after the big goal, but because in order to keep going, I have to fully understand why I'm chasing that goal. And I have to know that I'm getting a fulfilled feeling from continuing to chase that goal, even when it gets hard. And to do that, I need to be putting little confidence deposits in my bucket, telling me that continuing towards the goal is paying off and I'm seeing results from it. And it's making me happy and it's bringing me joy. To do that, I have to occasionally experience what I would consider a confidence boost of, yep, see, you followed all of these things and that worked out and now you've reached that next step. And see, now that you did these things, see, you're making even more progress. So I think that by learning to break down goals, we set ourselves up for these confidence deposits, which will ultimately help us to break away from needing to take what I would consider to be perfect action and make us more likely to take a chance on taking some imperfect action. I know for me, I get caught up a lot in my own mind thinking about worst case scenarios. Part of it was a product of the work culture that I surrounded myself with early on in my career, where you look at what's the worst thing that could happen and, okay, oh, the weather is rolling in and that probably means this or, ooh, we're about to do this and there's a risk in that because of this, this, and this. And we we find ourselves swirling in this constant trap of negativity. And when your mindset is truly focused in a negative state, it's going to stay in a negative state. It's going to be very hard for you to pull yourself out and see the positive side of things. It's the whole like glass half empty, glass half full mentality, right? You have those friends that constantly have the glass half full mentality, but it's because they're intentional about that. It's not because they're not seeing the negative or it's not because they're not also experiencing those negative emotions from time to time. It's because they have chosen to see the glass half full and to see the optimistic bright side of the scenario in front of them and probably what they can learn from it and how they're going to grow through that hard stuff. It's an intentional choice and it's part of growth work that you have to learn how to do for yourself. Nobody is going to teach you how to grow as a person and to grow into the person that you want to be. You have to make a decision for your life, how you're going to change your mindset so that you can live a happy, more fulfilled life, not be a product of the circumstances in which you're surrounded by. And that was a lesson that I didn't learn until my late 20s. And so I spent a good many years being completely bitter based on the culture I was surrounded in and the friendships I chose to pursue. 
what I realized was I was very much a product of my environment. And if I wanted to not live my life in a negative place, I was going to have to make some seriously hard decisions on who I spent my time with and what activities I dedicated time with and the types of books that I was reading and the types of podcasts that I was listening to and the types of people that I was talking to. I had to make some seriously intentful decisions to make some hard changes in my life so that I would be able to really go after the life that I was wishing for rather than the life I was being handed. Through all of this, I found that I was just, I was asking myself a lot of what if worst case scenario questions. And so I was often found myself just swirling in this endless loop of how many things could go wrong. And if I went after this thing, how many times was I going to fail before I got it right? And that just wasn't productive. It wasn't healthy and it didn't feel very good. Social media has made it so easy for us to compare ourselves to others that when you're not in a healthy growth-minded state, it can be very easy to see other successes as a failure on yourself. And other successes are not a reflection on your successes or your failures. They are a reflection on that person. And if anything, they should be the motivating factor for you of, wow, if they can do it, so can I. But instead, we see others' successes, or at least when you're not living in a healthy state of mind, you see others' successes as a direct reflection on what you're capable of. And that can be a challenge. That is a hard place to live in, and it's a hard part of life to work through. But once you get to the other side of that, you just start to see life from a different perspective. And you really do start to look on the bright side and you feel you feel like you're more, like you're able to celebrate your friend's successes. And that is such a cool feeling. But as we're working through, you know, these hard, messy growth phases in life, you have to realize that hard is hard and growth is hard and it's truly messy and it really hardly ever feels good. But you know that you're growing when it doesn't feel good, when you're leaning into the uncomfortable, when you're second guessing everything that's happening but you make a conscious decision to continue showing up and continue moving forward every single day because you know deep down that when you look back a year from now, you're going to be so dang proud that you kept going even when all the odds felt like they were stacked against you and even when you couldn't see the light at the end of the tunnel and even though you didn't know when that next right fit opportunity was coming or how long you were going to be stuck in this messy transition phase but you knew that something better was coming, and so you kept showing up. I was absolutely 100% that girl that lived by someone else's idea of perfect and measured my own success based on where I thought I should be on the imaginary success checklist and would miss out on opportunities because someone else told me that I should want this other goal, and I wasted time going after someone else's set 
idea of success rather than chasing the things that were actually on my heart. And I don't think that that's uncommon. I I really think that we, a lot of us face that from day to day. And it just becomes so easy to fall into the, the comfortable stage of, I really feel like I have everything I should need. So why should I want more, right? I was living a perfectly good life. I had great family, great friends. I was working what I would have considered to be a dream job, but I wasn't happy. I I wasn't fulfilled. And I had these other dreams on my heart and I just kept brushing them aside because someone else would tell me that this other thing was what I should want next. And I'd be like, okay, you're right. I am really good at those things. You're right. I could be really happy in that. And I would convince myself that what they told me I wanted was actually what I should want because clearly I would be more quote unquote successful if I did the thing that they told me to do. And so I would dive, you know, full steam head into going after whatever that goal was that they told me I should want. And when it didn't work out, I would get frustrated. And then I'd wonder how I was going to redirect my path. If there's one thing that a lot of that taught me, it was how to be resilient. And resilience is, it's definitely a muscle. The more you, the more you practice it, the more you use it, the better you get at it. And it just got to a point where it didn't really matter how many times I was told no, I would just redirect and find another path. But that also wasn't getting me closer to any of the goals that I had for myself. And I didn't want to acknowledge that. And I have a feeling that a lot of you can probably relate to that. It's truly easy to get stuck in what's comfortable, but hard truth reality, growth is uncomfortable. And I definitely have found it easier to grow through the messy stuff in life when I've had the support from somebody that's already lived it. So friends, just know that you are not alone if you're feeling the same way. Transitions are hard and growing is hard and it's uncomfortable and it doesn't feel good. And I truly cannot say that enough because it wasn't until I heard someone on a podcast say it that I started to realize that the feelings and the emotions and the anxiety and the fear that I was dealing with daily were okay. They were normal. They were completely normal. And I wasn't crazy for feeling that way. So each week, I hope to talk about a life lesson that I've learned that I've had to grow through in order to move forward. I want to share, you know, my tips and tricks, but also my missteps that have happened and how I've fallen on my face and had to stand back up and what I've learned from each of those experiences. I've had to learn to ask myself better questions. And by doing that, I've opened my mind to some really exciting opportunities and possibilities. And I hope to empower you to do the same. I have some truly exciting interviews planned with some real growth-minded rock stars. And while they won't happen every week, I promise that the interviews will be a treat that you look forward to. I hope that together we can build this community that has each other's backs while we navigate this new world filled with the messy stuff. 2020 has literally changed us, but this is our opportunity to let us change for the better. This is our opportunity to reset and truly go after the life we've dreamed of. This is our chance to make change and positive change at that, 
a reality. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you found a nugget of wisdom to encourage you to get out of your own way and to take action even when it feels hard. Resources and links discussed in today's episode can be found in the show notes. P.S. If you love this episode, I would really love for you to slide into my DMs on Instagram at but period what if you did period the podcast so that we can connect or better yet share this to your story or send it to a friend and tag me so that I can personally say thank you for coming along this journey with me. Until next time, friends, keep moving forward.